Could you say it again, please? The whole thing? Yep. So, you are you're experimenting with being able to be connected with people, part mm -hmm. of whom are women, and not have it be not have it be an exchange of sexual energy. Yes. Which is fleeting, all that stuff. And you're having some experience about that, that that's, you're able to do that. Yes. But it's taken a year of total shutdown and another year of being really afraid <coughs> of, of going over, not trusting, actually not trusting myself to not indulge because it's so fast. It is so subtle and so fast. Well, so... Uh, when and also making mistakes. You know, I'm going, that was not it, hooked again. Like just even coming out a little bit, I make mistakes, and so I just, it's okay with me to be shut down then. This has been two Because years. that's less costly than the mistakes. It's been two years of just rigidity. Mm -hmm. And before that, a different strategy. So I, I'm going to ask you a question then. Uh, is that okay? I'm either going to lie. <laughs> Tell you the truth or not answer. <laughs> Change the subject. <laughs> Do whatever you want. Well, I mean, I I am curious because I know what my experience was, so I'm interested in what your experience was for the benefit of this conversation. So when you came in and hugged me when you first got to town, I nearly fell on the floor. I was so shocked. And I thought it was fine when so, I recovered. Well, <laughs> So what, what did I actually do? Well, you just you just really kind of went like that. Thank you. That's not a hug. It wasn't. And it was fine. Well, it was a sideways hug, which, are, which I thought was fine. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so it wasn't a hug. No, it was just, it was, I'm doing my practice, which is people, I need to touch the people. Mm -hmm. so and my experience was. was, it was fine. So it was fine, for, it was okay for you. I mean, that was, you. I was, to I was really aware of it, and it was, I'm doing my practice, so it was fine. Is handshaking okay? Is it, is that, is it with you? Uh, I do handshake sometimes. Sometimes I don't even do that. Yeah, well, I did that on purpose. I mean, I, it's pretty much pr on purpose now for me anyway. So it's like something loosened up, you know, and, and I understand. You mean for me? For I think for both of us, for all of us, and that, and I don't think it, that we have any intention for it to then unravel and be become destructive again. No, but for it to be an expansive conversation, for this to be an ex, for this to expand, what 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 is being called for is for people to look at their relationship to it. Like, look at their relationship to their sexuality, to how they spew, how they spread, how they entangle, how they block. Like, that's a conversation that, every, that is required if you're going to participate in the domain of using your energy in a higher way, for a higher purpose, if you're going to participate in, re, in using that refined energy. Yeah, and you can't do that alone. It's why there's a need for women to be in the company of women and men in the company of men. There's some truth to what you're saying, Kelly. There's a truth of the undeniable truth. And there is a way that when you speak that, I hear your need. 
Well, I have, I get it that I'm needy. But, you know, at least I have enough sense now to know that, okay, I'm going to go to the women and work with it there. You know, like, for me, that I'm maybe on the base one, that's where I've gotten to. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying there's a way you're still not willing to work with it because you're holding that someone else could do it for you. Well, I've been experiencing my mistakes all weekend, so I feel like I'm doing my work, and it's not comfortable at all, and I see what it's costing me in my marriage, and I see how it's caused complete lack of respect that, that I have for my husband and that he has for me. So, and I don't feel I can do it alone either, and I'm very grateful that I have women, and if you think that's inappropriate, I don't get that. I just... You're oh. using is glue. I'm not saying it's inappropriate. I'm saying that there's a way that you're not taking responsibility when you language it that way. Because what comes out is that someone else could do it for you. And what you're not saying is how you're taking responsibility and what it's costing you. And those are two different things. And there's a, you know, the, the thing that... Um, the, the, I guess the part that's tricky for me is when I'm around people who are not in this conversation that we're having who, and who are in the ordinary conversation, which is game world number one, which is just like, you know, lobby flow all over and, and be in that in environment at all and just move with that and dance with it. And it's really a martial arts thing for me. It's one of the things that Werner Earhart says about sex he says people are crazy about sex so if you're going to try to figure out sex forget about it there's just so in terms of that level of it there's some spaciousness that he recommends that when we're working with sex we have some spaciousness around it because we are animals and sex is an animal function in, in some in to a large part you know at least in the, the body part is animal and uh, to be a human being, whatever, um, in a consciousness in an animal body, is is there's a there's like these conflict of conversations. So the animal body has what we think of as needs, you know, but those needs are are manageable by the mind, you know. Like I've been needing to go to the toilet for a half hour and I haven't gone, and so it's like that. So. Um, so the, like, because of the animal factor involved in sexuality, you know, if, if the animal part was the only thing for us, you know, there would have been copulations happening, you know, voluntary and involuntary. That's like how, if you ever sit around and watched animals for a while, rats, when the what, bell rings, it's time to go. Whatever. It's like, <laughs> it's pretty wild. So. Uh, so there's some spaciousness that we could have around sexuality in terms of it's just a crazy, a crazy thing. It's crazy. And then there's all this, the other consideration also. But I wanted to add that that's that part of it. We are not going to manage it in a way that we could manage other things, money or, or whatever. You know, it's not going to happen because we're, we're animals. That's what my conversation has been about during this conversation. It's been about my my own life and my history and and the places that I went, the places that I went 
to uh, to break down that rigidity, <clears throat> ultimately leading to some addiction or acting out, but still teaching me that it is so wild and so crazy that 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 the that the boundaries and bubbles and the and and sort of uh, purposely ignoring that animal power about it has been uh, uh, essential to to being able to to be in the world like I am now. And there, there's probably some ignorance there that I, but I don't feel like it. I don't feel like uh, I, I do ignore uh, your body and your body and yours. Uh, uh, there wasn't a day like that. Uh, everybody's body was, was you know up, you know or there or, uh, and it, uh, it just took me to just a, a shattered sort of disappeared place where I came back together uh, in recovery about. Sexuality. I, I'm in a recovery program for that, that too. So I have all kinds of bottom lines. I don't go there anymore, and and my being around sexuality has settled in a place where it's full and fun, and uh, I'm lucky I have a mate that I can connect with and you know be with physically. And but in terms of a conversation out here, it almost feels like it can't happen. In, in a way, there's some parts of it that can't happen. We can talk about genitals. We can talk about what we like. I can talk about what feels good or what, you know, uh, in, in an attempt to try to, you know, rally up some conversation, you know, about it. But, but I tape change. Dinah's body, Kelly's body, your body. Um, that's just what you're riding in. For me, that's just what you arrive in. That's just. What, that's just who you are, and it's it's not up, it's not available for my underworld sexuality stuff. Uh, and I, I mean, I, 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 this is just my conversation about it. I feel like I have stood there, wanted to scream at the world, and that's why I ultimately just said, "Fuck it, man! I'm I'm going there. I'm going there." I went all the way to gay and back. All the way to game back, thinking that that would lead me to a, a, a place that was comfortable, and I could, you know, I wanted all the barriers broken down. I, I wanted that richness. I wanted that fullness. But I don't think I really could find it there. But I, I've experienced some amazing things. I've been in workshops with uh, 200 naked men, uh, uh, and the part of the process that was sacred, the part of the process that was spiritual. And part of the process that was about honoring uh, sacred, sacred sexuality uh, stuck. And the part that wasn't was slimy, and I didn't like. But but uh, a lot of energy, you know, a lot of energy around all of that, all of that stuff. I've experienced work like this in the presence of other people without clothes on. And uh, you know that was okay. I, I, I think there's something more that you want, Fred. That that I, I don't know that I can be. I could maybe be a part. I'm sure I could be a part of. I could be a part of. I will be a part of. I want to be a part of more of that conversation. Right? Shine, yeah. shine. You're attempting to put this conversation into a box. 
you speak about it, please? You're attempting to put the conversation that we're attempting to have into your own box. It won't fit in there. Thank you. And your conversation will not expand to provide possibility for us. Thank you. Thank you for that. You have, however, possibility in this conversation. More. What just happened? Well, what happened is we had a conversation. It's not about. I, I don't have it held as finding the answer. Because I'm hearing that it's a subtle conversation that goes and goes and goes and goes. So I don't expect to find the answer. What, I, what shifted for me is that we, we have a spoken relationship about it. That, that all of a sudden the conversation is in the room and that people are, it is not denied. And so for me, it's my work. There's work for me to do. I've been choosing rigidity because that was the way for me to stay okay with it. And I've, I'm not going to do that. I've, I want to find a way that my creative energy flows, and that includes my sexual energy. And I'm not going to be slimy about it. So there are some practices, what I heard, that I've got some indulgences and those things are ways that I blow off energy. So that's what I'm going to do with it. I'm going to look at my indulgences and start practicing around an indulgence, which is food for me. It's the primary thing for me. It's pretty obvious. So I want, I want to know more about, I want to know more about why, you know, working with your indulgences will help you to understand how you're leaking sexual energy and that kind of thing. I want to know, like, why are you focusing on your indulgences? Because in that would be more apparent. We use the indulgences to contain and stuff the energy. We don't use the indulgences when the feelings are more up and present in the body. Great, it's thank you. And like I know for me that you know I I used to be an incredible flirt and just really leaky. And you know my way of dealing with that is to gain a zillion pounds. And, you know, like that, there's a huge cost to that. And, you know, maybe maybe now something else is possible that, that, that maybe I have different tools and I don't have to, I don't have to use that to insulate or to, to contain it. And I'm not saying that that's true for Fred. I'm just saying that, you know, that's another way that, that I use this thing. For me, I've used food um, uh, to stuff my feelings and to stuff my sexuality. And I found that I've loved this conversation, all facets of it this morning, that we've had about this because I came out to this group at the first practicum. and. It was here that I realized I could use my sexuality to serve the higher purposes on the chart. That how could I be a stand for integrity if I was pretending to be straight when I was really a lesbian? And it was like a light switch went off in here. And after I came out, I felt so light and so free of baggage, yet I was continuing to stuff myself. 
And it's like, well, why? What's my problem? And I realized I had an addiction and that I was using it to cover up everything. And right once when I reached a point where I was experiencing joy, I still kept stuffing because I just couldn't stop. And it was just a recognition that I couldn't control it. I couldn't, you know, and then I just had to kind of let it go and start dealing with my activity around my obsessive behavior, which included sex, it included work, it included religion, it included everything. And, and the subtleties of the conversation are enormous. It's the difference between having a party and offering people community and communion in your home. Those are two different things. Having a party is allowing people to run rampant around you and you get to run rampant with them. And offering communion in your home is setting a space so people are welcomed and people are hosted and people feel abundance and appreciated. It's not about having, you know, so that's what it is. There's a big difference about that. So, you know, I've loved having parties. And I also love having people in my home where there's like a sense of community or a sense of community that people come and are held by the space we create. There's a big distinction though, and it's related to how I am with sexual energy because of the mosh pit. If I can create a party with some drinking and some music and some, so that my gremlin can come out and you know, joke a little bit. All that but those, those are two totally different things. Like from from having a party and having a place where in in your home where you can have community and communion are two different things it's like you know Betty Lou shifting her position and accidentally touching my hand that's not sex that's not sexual that's about changing position and realizing oops there was somebody's hand there and moving so and I'm it's about somebody else moving saying so so you know Betty can shift position it depends on what your intention is around the party and I would say the intention is almost always to mosh pit. Yes. And so, so you're right. And, and the attention, and the attention around, the attention around having communion in your home is not about mosh pitting. Right. It's about like, like it's like yin and yang. So two different ways to be with people. Yeah. And and it's you know, if if you give somebody a hug, it can be about a sexual energy, but you can also give somebody a hug about honoring the spirit in them and the turmoil in them you know and 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 being a calming force as it as an honoring of them and and uh and a, and a respect not if you're not in relationship to how you do it john Ab oh absolutely you totally have to make a conscious decision that that you know about your intentions and about you being you being service and about you know, you, you giving a gift. And therefore the other person has to be recept receptive to that. If you're in service to them, or if they don't want it, you're not in service Absolutely, to them. and you have to be intuitive to that. John, there's also a distinction that this culture holds as being one of, of honoring the, the other sex. And that is, you know, that even though there is, there is an ability to be totally clean in your in your um, in your responsibility and and clean in your intention with another person. That if you if you embrace you know a woman who is not your maid, then that is unacceptable in this culture. 
I, I don't agree with that. I don't know what culture you live that's, in, but yeah, that's, that's totally that's your acceptable. Box. Patting them on the ass is acceptable a lot of places. But that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, I know what's acceptable out there, but I'm saying in this culture, to go up and embrace someone <clears throat> else's partner or embrace a person of the other sex who is not your partner is not what this culture holds to be honoring the other. That's what I'm saying. That's my that's my experience. That's 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 what I hear in your box. That's my experience. That. That's my choice. Yeah. I just want to ask about working with indulgences. You know, because I've indulged in food the same way, put the fat on, and what I'm experiencing as I lose weight, change my diet, exercise, is I have a huge increase in energy right now, and I'm hot. I'm burning with it. It's like um, it is not making it any easier for me to deal with my sexuality or my sexual issues. It's put it right in front of my face. Is that part, is that the way it is? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Kelly. It's a universal feeling of expansion. That's what happens when you expand and contain more. It's the same, it's the same liquid state. It's the same meltdown of the old strategy gone. Thank you for having this conversation. Thank you. Thank you. Time is it now? Last night, when I left the room and went to upstairs, I was extremely upset. And ang I was angry, and um, my body is still um, uh, full of energy or very uncomfortable. And I think that I'm in that place that Clint was talking about, the melting pot, where I, I'm not sure. But the way you were talking about it, how it's uncomfortable and... Um, I don't like where I am right now. I feel like I'm raw and in process. And can I give you a, an, another possibility about that? That's what is, and the process of the work that we do here is that process, and you can't change that, but you can learn to like it. So if you is glue it that you don't like it, then that's how it will be. You could equally is good as it's really the most ecstatic thing in the world to have that level of not knowing and that level of fluidity in terms of reality. That could be one of the most favorite experiences that you have in your life. So that's is going. And so for you to say that you don't like it, you're setting yourself up to be a victim of trans you know, anything that's transformational you avoid then. Because it has a certain quality of experience that is glued that you don't like. Does that make any sense? Yes, and I'm not sure I'm getting your communication. I'm not. That's right. I need to ask a question. Go ahead. Are you saying that it's okay to be here? I mean, that this is just the way it is. This is part of it. That that state? Yes. Yes. That's the liquid state. 
Well, before always, whenever I've done a process, I, I move through that real quickly, and I get to the other side, and it's like, pow, bam, people get up there, they do their little thing, and they're finished, and they get the holding, and they all feel great, and I've, I've done that so many times, <laughs> <laughs> I feel great, and that didn't happen. Okay, but that's going from A to B, and from B to C, Which and, and maybe at? from C to D, and you're between D and and E, and, and, and the burn is a whole lot longer. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I was so fucking pissed off last night when I went upstairs, and I mean, I was just in a rage at you and the rest of the group for leaving me in that space. And then, as I as I laid in bed and I stood with it and I thought about it, it just it just came to me real loud and clear that it is supposed to be this way, exactly this way. And that pissed me off even more. <laughs> it really did. I mean, it's like this, and you're saying maybe I haven't, you know, I'm the, the is glue that this is how I'm interpreting it. This, this doesn't feel good, but my body hurts, and I don't feel good. And what do you mean I don't feel good. See, my body good. doesn't hurt. My back hurts. My stomach hurts, and I'm really angry. And I just want to sit and cry. Now that to me doesn't feel good. Well, you could change your mind about that you could say this feels really great why don't you try that and then go ahead there i don't want to well which eye doesn't want to you think you have one eye you have multiple eyes there is an eye that doesn't want to there yeah there's an eye that wants to stay here that doesn't want to scale this wall and say i'm too tired to do this and i don't want to do any more of this mm -hmm. and these people are fucking crazy anyway and I just want to go. <laughs> there is evidence to support that story. Look <laughs> <laughs> at the thirteenth power. Look at these posters. <laughs> I just want to go home. Well, what if this is home? <laughs> <laughs> this is the RV. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than home. It's a serious statement. What if this is home, Sue? I know, it's a serious statement. And there's a serious decision for me to make. That's true. <laughs> or maybe it's not serious. It's just a decision. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That's visible in food as all. Yeah. <laughs> it's what it is for you. It's just a decision. I mean, do I want to keep going? Do I want to scale this wall? Yeah. Do I want to go someplace and be different? Or do I just want to retreat and go back home? <laughs> well, we all have that decision to make. And previous to now, the voice that said, I want to put it back to normal, has been really strong in this group. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't remember getting to this place within myself. This just seems like a real big fortress. That's what you said last time. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. And at your first event. <laughs> well, usually when I leave this room, I feel, oh, this was great. What a great You thing. will. I love that. You're in right now. My back hurts. You had a great day. That's perfect. It's what you came here for. My head hurts too. 
Something really new. That's what we all can know. Well, that's not my general experience. But you, you have some of the I mean, you just forgot. Have you no, been? I go through the You know, I go up there and I do it all and it's finished. Well, then we have ripped you off. Absolutely. Yeah. If you right. haven't That's been to right. this place before, then we should give you your money back. We're not going to, but we should. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should give it to her back That's from before, but we are expensive. So good, you may be in a new place, so then go. It seems like it's a new place and I don't like it. I mean, I don't know what else to do with it. I, I, no, you just what, go what don't in. you like I, about I, it? I honestly think I'm supposed to be here for a while. I mean, I just think I'm supposed to be here for a while, unless, unless you tell me otherwise. I mean, you're the trainer. You're the professional You are supposed to be like that for a while. I think so, and I don't like it. Why do you keep saying you don't like it? Because I don't like being in breakdown or crying okay. or sobbing or weepy or pissed so off. I invite you to change your mind about that. I like this. Try that. And then after that, try, I love this. But first try, I like this. I just want to kill. I mean, it's like my grandma wants great? to come out and just is rip heads off. Sue, isn't that great? Isn't that wonderful? Say, I like this. Try that. <laughs> come on, I'm the professional here, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, try that. Okay, I like this. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> I like this. Why do you I, like it? Because it's different and it's exciting and it's alive. And it's just where I'm supposed to be, and it's just part of my journey. I want you to know that very seldom will you have the luxury of the certainty of knowing that this is where you're supposed to be. So along with the discomfort, the voluminous <laughs> discomfort that's there, every now and then you get a short period of certainty that this is where you're supposed to be, and the rest of the time it's just fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> Why would I want to do this? Because, <laughs> because, because you like it. Say that again. Because Did you forget I that? like it. Yeah. Because it feels alive. Yeah. And exciting. Yeah. Still some. So what about it, David? Let's kill something. There's a gremlin that is alive and well in you. <coughs> no kidding. Well, that's true. That's it. That's it. So listen. He just spoke. You make jokes. And that's gremlin. Every joke that has ever come out of your mouth that I've heard has been a gremlin joke. The purpose being to destroy, to create chaos, to um, disempower, to abuse, to insult, to destroy. All the jokes that have ever come out of your mouth that I've ever heard. And I, su I suspect that that's what happens a lot to you in your life. It's pure defense strategy gremlin. Designed to kill. Let's kill that. Let me, and let me, you wonder why your wife is mean and angry. Let, let me, let me say I wonder let's why kill that. I agree with that, but let me, let me Let's it. kill that. No. Oh. It's fucking this bullshit. No, 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 this, this, is, this is true. I have no doubt about that. I don't so, care. Let's talk, about, let's talk about that thing in you. Okay, that's fine. I just didn't want to rip Sue off. But that's all right. Well, that's not true. You're not written. That's not true. Actually, there was a possibility for Sue, and it still exists, and you were trying to say to Sue, 
I think you should come on over to the Gremlin site. That's no, what you're, well, yeah. Well, How come you didn't hear that? I, I heard that. You didn't hear it. I, I heard that exactly. You're and, doing your back talk response again, okay. David, and you're not it, it was it was an invitation to Sue to own that part of her song. Oh, bullshit. We're saying bullshit to you. It no, wasn't stop. Listen, listen, listen. David, David, we've been in here for three days together now. I, I how know come, I how come you don't trust the bullshit detector in here? Well, that wasn't bullshit what you told me before. I, I, I acknowledge that. You didn't answer my question. Why well, I don't trust it? I, because, uh, because I have a certain amount of wisdom. I trust. I recognize some of it. Some I recognize as not being valid. You didn't ask. So you're question. saying we've got a defective bullshit detector? Well, I'm saying that it's, it's not 100% valid. True. But I still believe that I'm open to the feedback and possibilities. You want to get some feedback about how open you are to feedback? One, two, three, four, five. Five is open, one is not open. Here we go. One, two, three. Look around. Look around. Let's kill the thing that's a killer in you with jokes. That's a practice you could take out of here. Talk about it. Why do you do those jokes? Why did you do that one last night about how big it was? That got the, the key thing, the uh, prison thing, the, uh, that's, there's no excuse, but that's kind of the... Go look at the source of why you did that, David. Trying to be humorous. Not so pretty. I know. No, you don't. No, no, I, I realize that it's not so No, you don't. It's not so humorous with beef. David, there's and a way that was in which, a bullshit answer. There's a way in which you can source your own uh, annihilation or, or banishment of that. How is it you and, created and that, that conversation last night, David, that keys were brought up and you turned it into a penis conversation? How did that happen? Unconsciously. Um, Make it conscious. Speak loudly. That's Answer one way. the question. Habit. Uh, serving what? Uh, bullshit. Uh, serving uh, every, every day bullshit. That, that little stuff on the, uh, the mountain. What were you serving in that conversation? What prince? What? What were you serving? Yeah, what principle were you serving in that conversation? It wasn't a principle, it's on the, the, the dark side. Well, so what is it? Yeah, the and there side. are principles on the dark side, too. What were you serving? The thing that's really, the thing that's the thing that's costing you about this is you don't even see what happens in the space when you do it. You didn't see how horrified Betty Lou was by it. You didn't, you didn't see, see how disgraced I was that you were representing and being a man in the space, and I was just disgusted by your behavior. You didn't see that. You didn't see it. Totally, it was like made me want to puke. 
I didn't see it that clearly. I, I did recognize it. I pointed it out. And I pointed out. I said, yeah, I see that. I need to clean You mean up. Shane? Shane, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I pointed it out. And I apologize for my little guy this morning. There you, that, it's clear you don't see it. You don't even know her name. Honestly. It's not an accident. It's not that frivolous. You don't care enough about her to know her name. Let that in. What's the purpose of your jokes? I just want to acknowledge David's back. I want I, acknowledging that David is back now. It's not the machine we're talking to right now. It's David. To, to the guess again. Look at the purpose of your jokes. Look at the gremlin purpose of your jokes. Did you have a snicker? Yeah. To hook up? What's the relate with the gremlin stuff? You know, you, you hook up, <coughs> you get a snicker, you get nods of acknowledgement, uh, humor. Do you know that people are hurt? For a gremlin, a snickers bar is that somebody else gets hurt and you win. You know, having fun at somebody else's expense, feeling glad at somebody else's discomfort or pain. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's a gleeful little snicker joy in you. You got somebody. Ha, I got you. Aha, I embarrassed you. Aha, I was able to be grosser than you. I don't think that it's that. I, I think that it, it leaks out. I, I felt badly about it. Every joke you make serves that purpose. 
For gremlin food. One way or another, feeling glad at somebody else's expense. Feeling happy when somebody else is feeling pain. David, you only felt bad about it when you got caught. That's when you felt bad. After you got caught. After you were called on it. We're talking about how it felt when you did it. Yeah. When it was happening. How did that feel? Well, afterwards I recognized that... that we're not talking not about talking afterwards. Oh, what are you talking about? I'm what talking about on? while you were telling the joke. I didn't even hear it. I wasn't there. But while you were telling the joke, while some people were laughing and some people were disgusted, there was a little thing going on in you. Like sugar, like, like he said, the Snickers bar is like, hmm, yeah. Now, that's what we're talking about, not how you felt afterwards when you got caught. During the process of saying what I said, the, the, the snickery, the acknowledgement, the stuff that would normally, um, that I, I would have expected, sort of, and that's, that's where I, I, I devalued very little. Who? Look at her. Who is it? Look at her and tell her who it is. He's not owning it, David. David, you're being, your way of Evasive. being is in the swamp right now, and it's like it's just apologetic adaptability. Adapt. There's a way that you can be to, in, in your conversation with Betty Lou, that can land an understanding within yourself too, if you're willing to rise to the occasion and and get out of the swamp, and be a powerful man. You know, you've, you've got a hope that you can make until it's time to leave. And you can get in your car, and the swamp will stay here. And that's your biggest illusion. The invitation is always yeah. either go, shift, go into the swamp. Right now you're in the swamp. I see you in the swamp. Well, if you, you can't create this, anything in there. If you don't look at this, then then for you, like I, I think you have it wired that there's some way you could be telling jokes of that same color and not be grumbling. And what's being said to you is, that's the function of grimace. So for you, it is the whole way you steal energy from people. It is the whole way you feed yourself. And call it service. So you're trying to feel shame right now, or explanation and justification, or guilt, or something like that? That's basically all bullshit. Nothing changes, is what Vicky said. Nothing will change for you. Our interest is that something changes for you. The, the reason I'm, I'm giving this to you is because it is a practice that is obvious, simple, straightforward, and devastating to the gremlin. It is devastating to the gremlin for you to walk out of here going, okay, I am not telling those jokes anymore, ever again in my life. I will never do that again. That would be a practice for you. And that practice will be enough for you to get value out of what happened here this weekend. But it's about clarity. It has nothing to do with shame, guilt, 
being bad, saying you'll never do it again, like as if it's wrong. It is not wrong. It is not wrong. It's, you're it's acting totally as if it's wrong. It's totally in your environment. It you're, just, you know, it's, just, it's totally acceptable and honored in your environment. This is, this is like an offer to bring a different environment into your environment. Is that honor to because you want to create some yes. in your life? Yes. About the kind of results Sweetie. you want to create. Oh my God! Yeah. But I, I would sure want to. I would sure want you to leave asking yourself what it is that you're creating with your marriage, and how, and if that's who you are at home, and I assume it is. Then, quite frankly, I don't know why you still have a wife except that she's getting something out of it too so so do you understand what i'm saying the difference between this is a wrong behavior and this is and this behavior creates certain results do you understand the difference between right, those two conversations where I'm you around the edges. it ain't it's, it's your, your main core things right. it ain't around the edges david it's core core for what you what principles are you serving and you're not being clear about the principles that you're serving. So this work is about clarity. It's not about being bad or being wrong. There's the principles when I'm serving when I screw up. There's no, not a, no, see, no, it's no, still no, the bad. When you screw up, it's just when you That's still a bad, wrong conversation. There's a purpose I serve is to try to look up and relate and... No. Well, it's still bullshit. Relate. No, just, just listen. Don't be so judgmental, please. It's not yeah. judgmental. It's clarity. There's well, a difference between judgmental and clarity, and the fact that you don't know that difference is something you could learn about. Well, you're on the dark I, I side. You're on the dark side. But there still is judgmental stuff included in that at times. No, okay. there is David, not. You don't have, David. I want to suggest to you that you have hardly, you have no access to your anger, because your anger is where you'll find your clarity. What you do with with feedback is you go into the swamp with it, make yourself wrong, beat yourself up, hang out in the swamp, do it again, do it again. Work, do some events, get in, get in touch with your anger. We're not talking about who you are. We're talking about who you're being. Right. Who you're being is gremlin at service for principles that you won't make. Well, the, the principle that I think I try to serve with my grandma is a way to relate and feel hooked up at a grandma level with somebody else. On the dark side. On the dark side. What? What was your hidden purpose for? What for? What for? Somebody on the dark side. Yeah, why would you want? Why to would you want somebody on the dark, the dark side? side? Well, the, the dark side and the good side are just two sides of the same coin. There's no good side. Right, it's, it's the other side. I mean, but why would you choose to hook somebody else and pull them into the dark side for me when with a different choice you could connect with somebody on the other side? And that, question, the easier to, that question has a clear answer if you will answer the question, why would you try to hook Sue in this place to go out and kill people with you? That... If you guys listen, well, I want to say listen, I don't want to sound like I'm crazy. Are you misunderstood? No. Are you misunderstood, misunderstood now? No, David. Yeah. David, oh, poor little David, are you misunderstood? No, are you misunderstood? 
David, you're not listening. That's a yes or a no. Answer the question. Go, David. Misunderstood. I am right now. Great. Okay. Where is that? On the map. What do we know about that? Name your hidden purpose. For being misunderstood. Name your hidden purpose. My hidden purpose for being misunderstood. Name your, your hidden, hidden purpose. purpose. Get the book out and read it if you have to. I am misunderstood. I'm rageful of misunderstood. Read it. That's what your gremlin's part. Read it. On the dark side. So what you're creating you're that right in. now. Right now you are creating being misunderstood. It's, it's not us it's that's doing it. It's for you. Every time you're misunderstood, you'll know where you're standing in the map. This is actually your no. gremlin house. This is, right it is not us that is doing this. You are creating this misunderstanding. Clint You're doing it. it. Clint gave you the opportunity for a practice. There's, to stop doing the there's, jokes. There's no doubt about that. Hold on just a second, please. There's no doubt about that, right? There's no doubt about that. I don't recognize that, that I'm sliding that way. There's no doubt about that. Your practice is, is well recommended. However, and most of that is, is clear. I think you guys are right on. There is a possibility, though, that you guys don't understand what I was You know, I just want to scream. You are doing the same shit you were doing yesterday. You're a robot. You warning. Warning. Yes. Warning. And the bullshit. Yes, you are. Totally. David, David, you are being dead. I'm being clear. I'm not. No. No, you're being dead. You are totally mechanical. that there's something that exists outside your awareness that you don't know about. Relate to the thing I was saying to Sue. 95% of what you were right, you're talking about was, was accurate, it's valid. But I'm trying to suggest there's a possibility that's beyond Why? what you guys think. Why? Why? Well, because this is about possibility. No, it's Why not. Do you have, that's about, it's Why do you have to explain everything to us? of rightness that you can winch on to and say, fuck you guys about I'm not saying fuck you. David, 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 look at the fucking gremlins in this room. We recognize you. Right. <laughs> I'm going to save that 5% because I can grow that right back to 95 and say, fuck you. I'm not doing that. And you can go home. No, you're not the gremlin. And you can be right. Or you can go home and make a different choice and serve those principles. But you can do that. We are trying to work with you to have some tools to be able to make that choice. You will have to everything. You will have no hope. If you don't look at your gremlin, you will have no hope. what is clearly a precious opportunity, what is clearly a fabulous relationship. 
and you were willing to say, hey Sue, you can ignore all the feedback if you want to come over here, because on the ride home, we can talk about how it didn't work. That's part of let's go kill something. What's what Sue was doing last night when you guys encouraged her? They're not about Sue. There is no possibility as long as you're defending. There is no possibility as long as you are being stuck in your head. There is no possibility as long as you're unwilling to take responsibility for this conversation. There's no possibility. I, Period. No possibility. You're not willing to listen. Your mouth is moving. Your thoughts are moving. Your eyes are moving. There's nothing staying still inside your head right now to allow anything to come in. There's no possibility for you there. We're the outside. We're reality. We're this group. Okay. And the only reason this group cares about that is that you have the courage to show us who you really are. It's like we could see it and last night you ignited the room and all of a sudden the asshole didn't live. Right. It's like he's not an asshole. The whole room loved you. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, he shows up and he's a rich, full human being. I knew it. And, it can't and so we're, we're committed. This group's committed to say, no, no, you're not that. You are not this box. You are not who you think you are. You are rich and full and you can serve. And you can turn have. spaces. And one of the ways you don't turn spaces, one of the ways you cop out, is by being willing to make silent agreements like that. And we're saying your primary tool is your humor. Jokes. Gremlin tool. And Dave, you have to switch. For which, for which David we get. And it's like everything's been begging for the one that was here last night. And not just people in this room, I bet the world. I bet the world is now. You're listening. Your family. Your family. We can't flip that switch for you. But is another way that you're slimy and use your gremlin is you choose up sides and fight. You make it us against them in the prison. You make instead of instead of slaying the dragons on both sides, you make the management the dragons. I just want you to hear that we know that's not you. Like you showed up last night and you are you are a powerful creator. And it's clear. Like I just see all that's possible. Like you have these two people. I know there are other people that you're roped up with, but you are pulling people in to a bigger conversation. And one of the ways you diffuse your power and one of the ways you let go of it and one of the ways you destroy it is you use your humor as a gremlin, gremlin, it's this gremlin behavior, and it's just clear that's going to be it for you. It slays people rather than dragons. Yeah, no, it's a people slayer, that's exactly what it is. And last night, last night, you're, when you were talking about that with Shane, your eyes were alive, your voice was powerful, it was clear, and then it's like you shut it right back off. And your eyes are glazed and you're just kind of dead. But it came to you, through you into Shane, and it was like, oh my God, he's energized, Shane's energized, and it's 10.30, well, who cares? Who cares at 10.30? There was enough, it was clear you were serving principles. We learned that yesterday. When you serve principles, there's enough energy for everybody. And the room was riding the wave with you. He served us. And I can't follow you for mentoring if I've got to paw my way through that shell to get to you. I won't do it, but I would. I will. I will do it until it's no longer serving me, and then I'll give up. So it's really important for the work you're doing, you know, for you to 
be open to listening and to feedback and to be willing not to have your humor get in the way of that. What have you heard here? I, I heard that uh, people care for me, people appreciate what I can do, that, that uh, I can be helpful, that the point about the grammar humor stuff, humor is directly, and you guys are accurate on I, I, I believe that you guys are right on with that. I, I acknowledge that. I appreciate Clint's practice. I think that's, that's well-founded, um, creative. I think it's important for me to do that. I've recognized that as being a problem for some time. The, uh, the, the grandma stuff is, is, a, is a, a way to look up and, and relate. Beep, could you beep this? Yeah, yeah, that's a beep, David. Instead of saying gremlin stuff, instead of saying gremlin stuff, could you like name one and, and be a little more specific? David, that's an old story. You relate very well. Okay. Without gremlin. You can have my history if you need it. That's all. And when you relate through gremlin humor, all you relate with is another gremlin. Why would you do that in such a gremlin infested environment? You, your job is to be a stand for something other than gremlin in that environment. Where you serve in the world. It's That's who you are. You are it's not possible to connect man to man when you show up as a gremlin. All you can connect with is the person. not connect with the, with the man. It's like you're the captain of that ship over there. That's a big ship. You are the captain of that ship. Whether you were willing to take full responsibility for it or not, you are the captain. You have the technology. You have what you have, the vision. And if the you captain's a gremlin, everybody's a gremlin. If the captain is it's like it's like, you know, do you want to be baldy or do you want to be up front? You know, I mean that's exactly what I see in this. You know? And and you choose baldy. <laughs> David, I have great regard for what you're doing in that prison, but I am, I'm really, I feel really sad that so much of the feedback and conversation with you has been about the prison, when you have a family, and your family must be suffering, and you are suffering in it, and I'm, I feel sad about that, I haven't heard you talk about that, I and mean, I've heard you mention you have a son, I don't know what other kind of children you have. I can imagine how much your wife is suffering. And I feel sad that you're going to leave here without an awareness of that, without even having really looked at that. I mean, it's fine what we do in the world, but it's certainly been my experience and the experience of many of us that the most important place to practice is with our primary relationships. And I, I can imagine that your wife is, well, I have one question of why she's still there. And the second question is how long, how much longer is she going to wait for David to really show up, to come back into her life? you still have children at home? No. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So 
can John, can you offer him in that what Clint said yesterday about why women are bitchy? Can you yeah. add that piece on to what you just said? Yeah, they, that's the only way they can get attention. It's okay. like, it's like, it's like, you know. Well, that wasn't it. it. It's like, you know, you can walk up to somebody and start a conversation and have their attention, but when you're as dead as you've been, you know, it takes a two by four, and a two by four is bitching. She's begging you to be a man. When all she has is gremlin, that's what you call out in her. If David showed up, if David showed up consistently at home or any place, like he did for seven minutes last night, your wife would be standing in the door with her coat on in the middle of fucking winter begging for a walk. Yeah. And there wouldn't even be a thought about a new car or Europe. She would want to be she with would, you. She would not she she would not wait the time to go look at a new car. Job. She would they want you at home instead of at work. We see that you have to be an invitation. And Dave Rutherford would be the same thing, same way, and Dick Perry would be the same way, and so would whatever the hell that warden came in. Have you yeah. watched Don Monday, Marco? Need to rent that. John Warren. Why? Because it shows the magic and possibility in, in, a, in a relationship and what can be created from a stale, dead, gremlin relationship. And it can be turned into a conscious, wonderful. Very good. I want to know one thing about your wife, Lucretia. She's a wonderful mother. She's a wonderful mother. Talk about that. She's a mother that anybody would love to have. She's well, yeah, she's the ultimate fucking codependent. So well, what? Well, your kids are probably okay. not what your family would have. What else? No. Not her. In relationship to you. What else? She, she took care of my parents. She, she liked to, to cook and, and liked to. She's a nurturing person, wonderfully nurturing. So how? Any, how you know, is she nurturing? Nowadays. And she wanted like to invite my parents over. Uh, my dad loved it. And she's she was she's uh, the uh, for a long time was the prototype daughter-in-law. I mean, my, my mom would call her that ten times a day for a while, and drive her crazy, and she just kept taking it. Uh, he uh, just goes over backwards to to be. Great. So, David, the one thing you didn't say is if you're going to do the practice or not. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sure. I, I appreciate sure it. Sure, sure, sure. What's your The one thing you didn't say is if you're going to do the practice or not. Yes, I plan to do the practice. What well, practice? The one thing you didn't say. The one thing you didn't say. Still, planning to practice is not the practice. Listen, the practice is to never again tell jokes. I don't know that you know the difference. I don't know that you know the difference between a joke and an off-color joke. Last night was intense when I thought about it. We've done this. It's easy. It's easy. Are you going to take the practice as the conversation we're having? Yes. 
Did you hear no way Never to tell another joke? Yes. No. Okay. No, I'm not going to take well, the Well, you put a time Let me, let me, let me. Okay. is an important part of communication for human beings. But it doesn't have to be joke. Depends on what result you want. Yes. The problem is you don't see the consequences. You don't see the difference. So how about if we go a year or six months or two weeks without telling any jokes? And then like Clint was talking about sexuality, you know, start experimenting from a place of possibility rather than unconsciousness. Why wouldn't you want to take this? We are not going to talk you into this. To never the rest of my life tell a joke. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want to take that from well, for one, I wouldn't keep it. The rest of my life is a long-ass time, and I could never—I mean, I could commit to that, but I would know I would break my commitment. Is that what you do in life normally with your commitments around your commitments? I've been married for 26 years. I don't break my commitments. I don't believe you, but I'll, I'll hear you. Why don't you believe me? What's that? I don't know if you're telling me, but I've been married for 26 years. That's one of the problems I have in my life. I stick. You're such a David, we identify the tool. We just get this one model. We have gone through the loop, guys. Yeah. There was one, we found a tool. We found a tool that will dismantle the gremlin's function. For you. For you. And it was offered to you, and you could create a practice around it however you want to create the practice. The thing is that it's a tool for you, and so if you I'm do it. to create the practice about the dirty jokes, you don't have discernment to know what dirty and off color. I'll submit to you that you're not willing to starve your gremlin, and so he's fighting to make sure there'll be dessert later. Yeah, that's my. Opinion. Takes one to know one, David. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, totally. You don't, yeah. you don't want to turn that off, that channel off. It's obviously serving you very well. And so it, it, it's, it serves both ways. It does both ways. It does not serve it does both ways. Humor, humor it does right cut both that. ways. Your humor does not cut both ways. That's right. So it's time for us to uh, have lunch. Uh, we'll start again at 
I said, do you want to kill? There's immediate recognition that that's what she wanted to do. She had access to the underworld, and from that, she had an ability to go into the upper world and, and be a warrior, which she lacked before. What happened, I think, with you guys is you guys got hooked by something else that was going on with me, immediately jumped on that, and went open to the possibility that in that comment there might have been something valuable there that wasn't what you thought it was, and that there wasn't any space in there for you guys the way I, I come across to, to recognize that there might be something there, even when I repeatedly try to point out, wait a minute, wait a minute, you're right about that, but there's something else over here. You guys completely ignored that possibility. That's all. I still see Vicki, <clears throat> let's not go there. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Anything else? That I perceive that as basically a rejection. No one else in the room acknowledged that there was any value in it. In what? And, and my feedback to the group that there's something that you guys seem to miss the force for trees on that one point. Maybe in other points and things like that. That's important things to know. You guys act like posers. I mean, you're pretending to be open to possibilities and into this growing lines of going over your return for that is uh, creating possibilities. But when possibility stares you in the face because of some kind of preconceived notions that you have, you slam the door in that. Are you, you're saying all this to the floor, for one thing. Okay. And you're having a judgment upon our silence. Well, I'm. Reality speaks. Mm -hmm. Not my reality, but this is what I see happening. You're not getting a response because the prevailing feeling is, is that it wouldn't do any good. You're not open to it. You're defending your box and you're not open to hearing anything else. And so it's not, you have very little time left. And if you want something different, fine, but we haven't seen that today. And there are other people who want to go. You defended your box in that couple of minutes, and that's why you're getting no response. And you talked to the floor the whole time. Anything else? Any other questions or comments or considerations? <clears throat> so we have like, until three, is that right? <clears throat> what do people what do people, I'd like to just go around the room and just briefly, what is, what do, what do people need before three? Can we start with you, Vicki? I don't need anything. Oh, there you go. Who's this? There's nobody, okay. 
I don't need anything, and I'm real interested in knowing more about turning right angles at right speed. Okay. Thank you. I don't need anything, and I'm interested in seeing if the people that didn't get a chance to go need some time. Okay. Uh, the only thing I need, and it's just curiosity, really, that I don't understand the not speaking thing. And, and so, like, like, I've got a lot, and I can get along without that, but I'm, I'm curious about just what that is. Is that on the list somewhere? Yeah, here. Can I look at your list? Yes. No, in this list. Yes, what it, it is on there. Conversation. 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 I didn't think it was in there either, but I think. Next to the bottom. Hmm. <laughs> you wrote that right <laughs> 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 A lot of possibility here. <laughs> oh, I think I know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Dollar reassuring. <laughs> huh. Strange. I didn't know that was in there. But, uh, what I think that means is a lot of times we rely on a verbal reality to do our communicating. And we forget about facial expressions, body movements, energetic gestures. But, I mean, there's a lot of times in the event, for example, when it's a silent space and something needs to happen. And uh, especially when I'm working with a, an assistant or a, an apprentice in the training space, I'll, I'll say, don't say anything and make this happen. And they'll just look at me and go, how am I supposed to make this happen without saying anything? And they, and then I'll say, okay, okay, watch. And I'll just, and it happens, and I didn't say anything. So the invitation here is to learn to communicate and <clears throat> cause things to occur without using speaking. And that's a, a method of conversing without using verbal language. Uh, did it say anything about verbal reality in here? I don't think so. Maybe not. Yeah, we just get hooked into a verbal reality as if, uh, you know, and our thinking and our being is confined to functioning within a reality that's made out of words. And there are other realities. So um, the invitation is to... If, if you... If you you know, I remember when I started to shift out of a verbal reality, it was pretty shocking. So just the word verbal reality, all of a sudden you're looking at a, at a reality from the outside and you go, okay, there's some other reality besides this. And I, I don't see that in here, but there's a, other people too, you know. Okay? Great, thanks. Um, I'd like to hear more about Okay. I'm having difficulty in my laboratory. What we just did up on the board before this gave me a language that I can understand what I'm doing and not doing better. And maybe I don't need to even cover that in here, but it's something that I can use to work with. Okay, so you could do that in another group. Okay. We'll see how the time goes. Okay. David? I appreciate your attention and assistance, but I got the people who need to be 
You don't need anything right now? Okay. I don't, I don't need anything. Um, I put down the, the not speaking, and, and I did that uh, as a practice to not be in the middle of things and, and to kind of see who I am in the midst of all that. And, and I've got huge amounts of value out of, uh, out of watching, the, watching what's going on in the room that, that has both you know, validated what I do in my regular life. This is the regular life. <laughs> what, what I do in my business and what I do at home and, and also things that I need, I need to make it up to Okay. We spoke about that already significantly, and mm -hmm. I think it landed with a number of people in here. Okay. So if you didn't pick that up. I did. I was seeing nothing on in that time. It's alive, is what I'm saying. Okay. I think it's an alive thing that got was gotten, and, and it's available for you ongoingly as a consideration. It's a great consideration. Great. Okay. I don't need anything other than. Uh, Oh, I need lots of things, but I would like to have information. I mean, I'd like to know what's going to happen to the posters, and if I can, uh, do I need to copy them, or can I, or is there some means by which I can get some of this stuff? Well, there are a couple that I would like to take with me to work with, and um, then the rest I don't need. So then other, some people ask, like, better to ask for the box one. And, but that, uh, anybody have any ideas? Well, I'd be glad to uh, copy, uh, take them to have them copy, like the one that, that uh, Betty Lou wants. Did you say Betty Lou for the mm -hmm. box? How would you copy it, Tinko? Oh, you mean like, like a big, big copy? Yeah, a big and shrink it. I would be willing to take the posters. Small ones. I'd be willing to take the posters, put them into a Word document, and email them to everyone. I'd be happy to do that. You've done something like that before? Mm -hmm. How long did something like that take? A week or two? It could take a week for me to get that back to you. I, I mean, it would be like I couldn't be that picture, but I can't imagine. It might take two or three hours. Well, it, I, how would you draw people on a computer? I could do it. You really want it. You talked about recreating them with copying and scanning them somehow. Recreating them. <coughs> oh, okay. It would take me a week to do this because of the other obligations, responsibilities mm -hmm. that I have. Well, like your list, you know, I don't, I'm not particularly interested in because like, I have the possibility management thing. I would like the map of possibilities, box technology, inner world gap, the game world. The, uh, well, mostly because of, of language, you know, when, mm -hmm. I was, when Kelly was, when I wanted to connect and I wanted to be able to, you know, to use the language, uh, I don't have it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have it, well, you know, but it, it, words are powerful. Yeah. I do believe Kinko's has the way yeah. of taking a big poster like that and just Reducing it down, that's one possibility. Yeah. 
everybody have email? Mm-hmm. Why don't I take the posters to Kinko's, have them reduced and put into a, a JPEG format or something that would work, you know, work with Word so that you could bring them into Word? Why don't I do that? Well, then you have a graphic file or something like that? Yeah. It'd be better to have something besides a graphic file. Yeah. Um, the only one I want, I need the box technology, and I'm happy for you to have a copy of that, or I can take it, work with it, pass it on to you. Actually, narrowing things down, it's the box and the map for me. The rest of them. Mm-hmm. Well, you can have the map. Mm-hmm. All right. I need the I think we've satisfactorily non-concluded about that. (laughs) (laughs) Fred. I don't need anything. Okay. Dana? I don't need anything, but would like to know about navigating chaos. Okay. More than more than what we've done in here. <laughs> we've been doing. What do you think we've been doing? Well, that's what I thought it was, but I just wanted to confirm. Confirm. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got what I needed. <laughs> that's rapid learning. <laughs> Thanks. James, I don't need anything. But I am interested, like Vicky, in turning right angles at light speed. Okay. Well, why don't you two guys talk about this right now? Go ahead. First, you should be aware of what I said, which is that it doesn't happen if you have baggage. So you have to become massless, which means becoming a space, because the space has no mass. It's just distinction. So becoming a space, then you have no mass, and then you can serve. What happens is, is that the principle might change its mind or it might, the principles will say, okay, go this way, and then the next thing you know, the principle says, go this way. And so to do that kind of a turn, you have to be yes, which is like being a space through which the principle can do its work. So you're not involved in the turn that the principle is. So the principle moves and you move. And there's no time delay between thinking and figuring it out and processing and considering and having you know preferences and all of that stuff is old stories i can't do this it's impossible all this baggage so essentially that's it is that what else what else i mean from then on it's practice the thing is how do you go light speed so um you you probably have had experiences of light speed when we do whiz-bang, it's light speed. Mm-hmm. So when you're carrying the tray of whatever, and you're going this way, and Sue says, um, can, can you pick up the, this on the way and move it from there? The answer is, you move and do it. There's just no delay between where you're going and what happens next. And, um, yeah, that's, I, that's what I am in my office. It's like I'm just go. And it's just like right turn, left turn, right turn, left turn. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, just, you know, this and then that, this and then that. It's just like something in here. It's just. And is it a joyous thing? 
for me, a lot of times it isn't, and it could be. And, so, and the, actually, the fact that I'm moving at light speed is a joyous thing. Yeah. Because it's like my principles are carrying me. You know, it's like I, I have integrity and I want to get the job done, and I know that that's what it takes for me to do it. So, yes, there is. Uh, above and beyond my complaining, there is the joy. <laughs> Yeah. So we want to know about complaining at light speed. That's what you're talking about. I can do that. <laughs> I can do that too. <laughs> so I have experienced that at work and okay. in places like that where I'm going and you know, I'm working on a project or whatever and it's like, you know, it, this is about being responsible, taking care of the situation and I'm called all of a sudden this way to do something and it's like okay handle it and then it's like I'm, it's, it's like I'm almost I handled it and I'm still right back where I was and can keep yeah. going yeah that's it yeah so and you know there are conditions where people would react you know you would react or get uptight about something or contract sure you know yeah. and those are that's when you have mass and yeah light speed usually happens by committing before you know how to do the impossible and then you know there's only one way that can happen and that's light speed so that's that's what that languaging is about but it gives you some words to talk about it and consider um, the factors involved in that okay what was the other thing somebody said they wanted to know about Okay, we talked about that. Vicki, did you have another one besides that? Or that was the same one? Kelly. Right? Uh, Kelly. Kelly. No, that, I, that, yeah, I got that answer. And Kelly? I was just Okay. Actually, I did have, you know, I did have a consideration around legend making and how important that is. I just, I just got a more of a, of a, an understanding of the importance of legend making. What was that? Well, it's that. What is legend? Okay, first. Well, it's like the the film that Clint made last night is a form of legend making. It's a it's a, it's something he left, which offers something more than than normal. He left something. He left a statement. He left a he left a um, he left a part of his life that where he was creating something very extraordinary you know for others to, to look at for others to to take in and digest and to appreciate or whatever that's legend making it's like it's like leaving something for posterity's sake you know something of, of what our principles stand for let me can i add something to that yeah so that's sort of about the, the future and what for posterity i'm not sure what that means but Legend making is actually okay. Well, that's not what this really is about. Okay. What you're actually doing is setting out a wave into the future. You're setting a wave into the future of uh, what does that look like? A shock wave, sort of a shock wave that moves into the future, that arranges things in the world so that. Um, the the game world that you're creating can proceed. So you 
Mm. Is it like multi-generational effects of, of your behavior? Like, Can you say like more about that? Like for, uh, as, as I look at my life, I, I see, you know, like almost this carbon copy of the stuff that my dad did. And, and, and I know that that's a carbon copy of what his dad did and so forth on back. And, and at some point, um, you know, my dad died. And I mean, not, not physically died, but just kind of wilted up. And, and so uh, at, that, at, at, at that point in my life, when, you know, when, when he was whatever.